Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Welcome to Inspiring Leaders, the podcast that shares ideas, perspectives, and best practices from great leaders around the world to help you become a more inspired leader. Welcome back to the podcast. It's our first episode of a new month, and that means we're back with another episode of Intolerable Bosses, the show that's designed to contrast with our regular weekly show, Inspiring Leaders. I'm your host and executive coach, Terry Lepofsky, and today I'm flying solo to expose the angry boss and explore how you can survive. Well, the last time on Intolerable Bosses, we were talking about the arrogant boss. And I got to tell you, we sure got a huge dump of emails from people writing in after that show. It made me start to wonder if organizational arrogance is on the rise. Because if it is, it's truly unfortunate. And I'm not sure if this has anything to do with the incivility that we're seeing in some high political offices lately. But I and apparently many other people out there are really hoping that this is not the case. Why? Because we would hate to see leaders becoming habituated to incivility like arrogance or anger. And that's what we're talking about here on this show today. But before we get too far ahead of ourselves, I don't want to miss this opportunity to mention our show sponsor, our friends from over at the Otis Group. You know, it really is an honor mentioning the Otis Group each month. Talk about a classy group of people. Richard McNeil and his team at Otis are truly providing an amazing service with financial management, risk management consulting, and virtual CFO services. Now, I've had the pleasure of seeing this team in action, and I have one person I'd love to call out here, Lynn Ladd. Not long ago, I was meeting with a potential executive coaching client, and Lynn was also in attendance to speak to the client about risk management and strategic management planning. I have to say that I was blown away. Lynn is such a professional. She really knows how to cut through red herrings and discover the roadblocks that are holding companies back from huge success. She really does get to the essence of things quickly. It was really like watching a true professional at work, providing a valuable consultation. So let me simply say to our audience that if you're looking for help with risk management consulting, financial management consulting, or virtual CFO services, you got to head over to otusgroup.com and set up a meeting with Lynn. Okay, so now let's take some time and zero in on the intolerable boss that we've decided to expose this month. We hear a lot of people talking about angry bosses. Let's start off by putting this in perspective. What we're really talking about here is Peter Parker's boss at the Daily Bugle, right? Well, for those listeners who may not be familiar with the old Spider-Man cartoon, they might not be familiar with J. Jonah Jameson, who always used to pound his fist on the table and yell, Parker, get in here. So for those who have no idea what I'm talking about, let's see if we can define this animal in question with a little bit more clarity. I think everyone knows what an angry person looks like, right? Raised voice, attacking behaviors, intolerance, you know, the animal. Well, when we're talking about an angry boss, 
there are often a lot of additional signs that you can look for that'll tell you that you're working with this brand of intolerable boss. A lot of bosses can get angry from time to time, especially when timelines are tight and the stakes are high. But that doesn't make them an angry boss. It just makes them a typical boss. What we're looking for here is a boss who is consistently angry more often than not, even when things are sailing along smoothly. One of the things that you might notice from an angry boss is that they often look unprofessional. You see them behave quite consistently in ways that causes other people to scratch their heads and even duck and take cover. If you see similar behavior from your boss, but it's not consistent, then I'd say that you probably have a stressed out boss, not necessarily an angry boss. We've talked about similar bosses on previous episodes, like the controlling boss on episode 30, the stubborn boss on episode 38, and even the harassing boss on episode 42, as well as the fear monger on episode 52. So what's the common denominator? Fear. That's what it is. And yes, it's true. Most psychologists will tell you that fear is the root of anger. That's where it comes from. So it stands to reason that if you have a boss that is consistently angry, there's a very strong likelihood that they are chronically fearful. The anger is typically covered up or hiding insecurities of some sort. This is an important point to remember as we're about to see when we talk about what people can do if they work for an angry boss. So what can you do? If you use anger on an angry boss, I got to give you a little warning here. You're going to touch that fearful nerve and sparks are going to fly. Let's face it. Your boss is still your boss. Confronting an angry boss is going to lead to trouble. So by contrast, creating a reasonably good relationship with your boss is important both to you and for that person. And yes, the other thing to remember is that your boss has the upper hand in any hierarchical organization. If you challenge them, they can probably find a way to get rid of you or discredit you or simply make your life very unpleasant. Okay, so having said that, let's take a look at the top seven tips for surviving an angry boss. Number one, you got to resist the knee-jerk reactions. We've mentioned on earlier episodes, the amygdala response is our biological defense mechanism. And you need to know this in advance to be prepared for it. What is the amygdala response? Well, it's also called the fight or flight response. This means that you're going to be biologically predisposed to either swing or run. And obviously, Neither of these reactions are going to help, especially around the office. Here's a better plan. Use the STOP acronym. S stands for stop what you're doing and recognize that this is the moment. You have to do this the second that you notice that you're being triggered into a reaction. So S means stop. T stands for take a few breaths. In other words, get some oxygen into that brain. So you can start using your executive functioning or logical thinking. And when you're doing this, you're putting a space between the angry trigger and your reaction. O 
stands for observe. This is where you take a metaphorical step back and observe what's really happening and consider your options. This is the most important part because this is a critical moment that separates reactors from responders. If you are pausing and you're observing facts, you're in a much better position to be able to respond appropriately. You're making a very important choice. Well, the last part of the STOP acronym is P, and that P stands for proceed. Just remember to follow that STOP model and do it in the right order. It was Viktor Frankl who once said that between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space lies our ability to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. So once again, S is for stop, T is for take a breath, O for observe, and P for proceed. What's our second bit of advice for people with an angry boss? Well, of course, listen. Listening can be really hard, right? Especially when your boss is screaming blue murder at you with all of these provoking facial expressions. Most employees are tempted to retaliate and defend themselves, but a wiser choice would be to use that stop model and then, just as we described, simply listen. That's right. Be there and be present and listen. This will let your boss vent out some of that anger by showing them that you are tuned in. Bite your tongue, and if you have to, just hear them out. One great way to test yourself and to show your boss that you're actually tuned in, paraphrase what they just said. Use a little nonverbal body language. Show them that you're tuned into what they're saying. Nod a little bit as you're looking right at them in their eyes. That'll let them know that you are tuned in. The third tip that we've got for you today is to acknowledge. Let your boss know that you know that he or she is angry. Describe their body language to them like a clenched fist or a red face. You could say something like, you're clenching your fist so I can clearly see that you're upset. This should alert your boss that he or she is acting unprofessional. If they were aware of how they were coming across, this will clearly help them see one of their own blind spots. Now, here's a word of caution on this third tip. You need to examine your own intentions and be very self-aware. If you come across as confrontational, you will find yourself becoming a victim of a downward spiral with your boss. And we all know how that's going to end, right? That's something called a CLM, which we've described on the show previously, a career-limiting move. Speak calmly, speak confidently, or as we like to say, speak confidently. Our fourth tip for those people with an angry boss is to rephrase. Tell your boss what he or she told you. Show that you were listening and that you understood them. Reiterate the main concerns without repeating negative words that your boss may have used. This will show them that you're in control and that you're composed, that you're paying attention to them, and this will likely alleviate some of that fear that underlines their anger. Fifth tip for today is apologize with an asterisk. The asterisk means if appropriate. If you did something wrong, you need to own up to your mistakes and apologize. Even if you don't see the mistake in the first place, but they're pointing it out in, let's just say, in not such a civil manner, apologize for not seeing it because it was clearly a mistake in your boss's eyes. 
In the short term, it's going to ease your boss's level of anger. And in the long run, it'll show you as being non-confrontational and highly professional. Now, here's another disclaimer. Don't apologize for things that you have not done, either intentionally or not. This just shows that you're afraid of your boss. Be confident and only apologize if it's warranted. If it's not warranted, calmly state that you can't accept responsibility for something that you had no part in or no control of. Now, sixth tip is offer to help. If they're complaining about something, ask if you can help them to make things better. This will show your boss that you have a cooperative perspective. If your boss says there's nothing that you can do, suggest a couple of your own solutions to the problem. An angry boss usually can't think of a good solution on the spot. They're too busy with their emotions. So it's beneficial if you can calmly suggest some solutions to help them out. The last suggestion we've got for today, get help or get out. Now, if you've tried all of the previous suggestions and you're still struggling, you've got to remember the advice that the Leadership Brothers have brought to you on several previous shows. If your boss or your workplace has become toxic and you're starting to notice a stress-related impact on your mental or physical health, then you need to either get that help from human resources or even call it for what it is and get out. Start investigating a change of departments, bosses, or employers. Nobody's health is worth suffering through an intolerable boss. So there you have it. These are our top seven tips that should help you survive an angry boss. And like we've offered on several other Intolerable Bosses shows, if circumstances are so difficult or different from what we've presented here, or if you need some extra help, reach out to us. Reach out to us by email. All of our contact information is in the show notes, and we are eager to help out. Many people have reached out to us so far and over the last year, and we're always happy to help. That's our promise to you. Well, there you have it. Another episode of Intolerable Bosses is in the can. We want to thank our show sponsor again, the Otis Group, experts in financial management consulting, risk management consulting, and virtual CFO services. Check them out at otusgroup.com and tell them Terry sent you. And lastly, a huge thank you to all of our listeners. We appreciate your ears and your time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Take care, everybody, and bye for now. <laughs>